We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Joining us once again for another episode of Homebrew Review, where you come to hear all about your favorite community-created content. With me again this week, we have Micah, Mike, Virgil, and Hope. This week, we will be taking on another one of the Terrible Thieves organizations within Tehran. Our investigative team here is finally getting used to this kind of work and is really starting to get to the upper echelon of this devious organization. So we will see how they boil them this week. We'll go ahead and start with introductions and our magic items before we get started. Hello everyone, it's Micah again. And I'm sure you're all excited, as excited as I am to see Mr. Fisher in action. Uh, last week, last week I really got to kind of highlight more of the uh, investigatory features that, that you can expect to encounter when dealing with the Seeker. You know, getting those bonuses to interrogate, to, you know, to intimidate, just just really gathering the information that you need to succeed. Uh, so it, it was it was more of a kind of showcase of the out of combat abilities that you can that you can utilize more so than the in combat because frankly my allies just kind of cleaned house and I'm thankful for it. Uh, going forward for the 13 through 16th levels, as you level up, you don't get a whole lot from the class. Uh, you get the Prodigy ability, which can be really fun and borderline game-breaking in some situations, uh, <clears throat> depending on how RP-heavy your campaign is. Uh, Prodigy says at 14th level, you can effortless, effortlessly comprehend new concepts and technical abilities. If you spend one hour listening to a language other than a secret language such as Druidic, you learn it. If you spend one hour interacting with a tool within reach, you gain proficiency with it. So... Hey, if you want to be the guy who knows all the languages, you just got to spend a few hours listening to people talk, and uh, there you go. Um, Which would be super useful like this in an urban campaign where there's literally languages everywhere. Yes. Uh, the other ability that you gain access to is Flash of Genius. Uh, it, it pertains to an ability that I've personally been forgetting to use, which is uh, <clears throat> the improvisation that, that I get when I miss with an attack. I can instantly make an attack as a part of the same action. Uh, I've been forgetting to use that on a couple of my missed rolls, and I need to try to remember that. Flash of Genius gives me another use of it if I don't have any when I roll initiative, so just that little little bit extra. Uh, other than that, just more spells coming in for me as I grind up the, uh, up the, the ladder, and hoping to show off some more 
more of a Metabot's quite entertaining magical maneuvers. Also, magic item I picked up was the Parapet of Wound Closure. Give me a little bit more survivability because I didn't take that... Uh, I didn't put a lot into Constitution. I haven't. You know, I didn't take tough, even though I'm on the front lines. This is going to help by giving me that instant stabilization if I fall, or if you know, we take a short rest. I double the amount of healing when I use hit dice, so that'll keep me in the fight longer, as expected from your grizzled gumption. With gumption. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Mike, and I'm back with Luminae Bright Arts. Uh, for my warlock advancement, I have picked up. Only one invocation this time. I took Eldritch Smites. On a hit, I could sacrifice a spell slot to add 1d8 plus a d8 per level of the spell. So she can dish out some more damage, which I want to mention. Uh, the first couple of sessions, I felt like she was slowly making her way up. I knew from the start that she was going to be a slow rise. I feel like she's finally hitting that point where she's actually advancing past the threshold. Because with the Sentinel and a number of the other abilities being able to just make not necessarily constant opportunity attacks, but having a great chance to do so, I'm enjoying this character so well. The opportunity to add up to 6d8 worth of additional damage on a single spell or a single attack is fantastic. And it would always be that, wouldn't it? Because your warlock slots are now fourth level, aren't they? Uh, yep. I yeah, actually so I have fifth that's... level. I have fifth level spells available to them, and I have four spell slots at this point. That's crazy. And you so, mix that with Virgil's ability for the when the Clyde sneak, uh, six. <laughs> when Clyde gives me that bonus attack, we're looking at a possible hundred damage in a single shot. That's awesome. Uh, the smiting of Torm. So, um, in addition, from the Xanathar's Guide with the Pact of the Celestial, I ended up with Searing Vigilance. This is something I mentioned during our first session. Uh, when making a death saving throw at the start of my turn, I can, instead of making the save, spring to my feet, immediately heal half my hit points, and do some other things along with it. So, if we get to see that, it's a rough day for our adventuring party. And then on top of that, I chose a feat instead of a stat upgrade. I went with uh, Weapon Training. This is by Boromir from D&D Beyond. Uh, this, I won't go through all of it, but in this case, this will modify the damage dice of my weapon from 2d6 to a 3d4. Uh, it does it with other things, like a d8 becomes 2d4. You never get more damage, but you get better chances to roll higher consistent levels of damage. And speaking of great swords, during our travels, I came across a great sword enchanted with flame top which is a 2d6 greatsword that also does 2d6 fire damage, in addition to my strength and necrotic damage from Life Drinker. In combination with weapon training, my damage with this greatsword pack weapon is 3d4 plus 2d6 plus 4 plus 5. You're welcome. Black Razor. <laughs> black Razor. <laughs> Who needs Black Razor? Yeah. Light him on fire. Hey everyone, this is Virgil playing Clyde Dark Willow, the Hatchling Breakthrough Rogue. Level 12 was fun. I This breakout ability is so much fun to... It's so fun to give your sneak die to someone else. Uh, and it really sh- it really showed its potential uh, last week. Uh, <laughs> Luminea, when she used that investure of flame and everyone around her took damage... Well, it's instance of damage, so it changed the type of the fire and did a crap ton of damage. So it shows the versatility and the uniqueness of that ability. 
Uh, I'm hoping to do it even more in this next session. Uh, at level 13, I gained my next rogue archetype ability. It is Given No Quarter. Uh, whenever I break out a large or smaller enemy, I can attempt to shove or grapple them as a bonus action. So that'll be fun to break them, you know, break through and then knock them prone and then make sure that all the enemies or all our allies have advantage on that. Hopefully to get that glorious nat 20 so I can roll all of the d6. <laughs> um, and then at level 14, uh, the rogue gets blind sense, which is uh, with my hearing, I can locate hidden or invisible creatures within 10 feet of me. Always nice to have. Uh, and then at level 15, I got Slippery Mind, uh, uh, Proficiency and Wisdom Saves, another very nice thing to have. And at 16, I chose to uh, do the ability score, uh, splitting them in half, giving me uh, one to Strength and one to Con. So my Strength went up by one, uh, went up uh, a modifier as well as my uh, my constant save, but that's okay. We'll see what happens in this next week. Oh. The magic item that uh, Clyde found along his way is a Stone of Good Luck, which gives a plus one to all saving throws and ability checks. Hi, I'm Hope, and I play Arla Nuffin, the gambler, and I really liked how the last game went. It was really fun, and I especially love being able to like actually get into like the roleplay of like actually gambling. That was really fun, and I drew a lot more cards that had more of a gambling effect to them, like being able to stand off with someone one-on-one -on -one and roll d20s against each other. That was really fun. And going into the next level, I get to do that even more because I get a feature called the calling card. This is like my standard card. In the D&D world, this is the card that I would be known for in all of my games and would probably get a nickname off of. So I chose the Seven of Clubs, which is the showdown, and this allows me to showdown with one other person, and we roll 3d20 against each other and get the best out of best two out of three. And I just really like that card because it's really fun to use it in the middle of battle, and I kind of like just thinking like we have all this battle going around and going on around us. And I just kind of look at someone and like pull out your dice, and we pull out our dice. And we sit down and we roll dice against each other in the middle of a battle. And I just think that's really fun. We're all grab dice. We're gonna settle things with a children's card game. <laughs> Another feature that I liked uh, using last game was the double lift, which was I got a predictive throw was odd or even, and then if it would, if I got it right, I would get two uses of the card, and if it's wrong, then it just goes back to my deck. I only used it once, and I predicted wrong, but it was still really fun, and the only reason I didn't use it more was because personally, I was I didn't want to gamble that much that far into a battle, and I was losing health pretty fast, so I'm hoping to use it a lot more this time, and going into the next game, I also get what's called Quick Draw, where if we roll initiative and I don't have any cards in my hand, I get to draw a card and not expend a uh, deck point to draw it. And that would have been really nice because last game there were quite a few encounters where it would have been nice to already have cards in my hand, but I didn't, so I had to use actions to spend points to get it in my hand. Overall, I'm really liking the class and I'm excited to see how it goes this time. Arla found the Bracers of Defense. 
this gives me plus two to my AC when I'm not wearing armor, which is really nice because this class is not proficient in armor. We'll go ahead and pick up here. So you guys being the local experts, kind of, on taking down these, these thieves organizations, you've recently heard that they reopened that code that you had to take down where that ship was. We're going to get you your ship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dread pirate Dark Willow will be a thing. Yes. And we are talking that this has been, you know, you guys have been together as a group for several years now. So that that cove is laying ab- abandoned for a number of years at this point. You're you're I'm, having your midlife crisis. That was, that was exactly what I was going to say. Yes. I need a sports car. Yes. <laughs> a sports <laughs> car. I need a sports having, car. Having... <laughs> His, investig- uh, his investigative firm has unfortunately fallen on hard times, and so the local gumshoe is now out with his old buddies to reclaim uh, his, his uh, uh, I don't even know, the I was going to come up with something. Hard times are a perpetual, got to relive the glory days. Yes, reliving the glory days with the crew. And so for a number of years now, they've been quietly uh, rebuilding this cove, and it has come to the attention of the local constabulary, or whatever, whoever is keeping an eye on these people. Um, I feel like I've had quite an impact on this game. Yes, that they have rebuilt. So, they're sending you guys out there to root them out one more time and destroy the cove entirely. They said that they have been carving out the upper cliff building within it. That's why they haven't noticed it until now. They haven't been trying to mask it with illusions. They haven't been quietly smuggling anything out. They have been building into the cliffs themselves. So they want you to go in and bring the entire place down. Because here's the kicker. This time they aren't taking plates and china and stuff like that. They are smuggling alchemical potions and gunpowder, which has recently become a major force in the world. I think so. it'll look great on my person, you know, just having a couple of, well, just, what do they call them, pistols? I'm just, on I'm a just, bandolier? Yeah. I'm just imagining this, this short little stubby gun. Pulse <laughs> six projectiles. My god, what kind of world do you think this is? Yeah. <laughs> Man, six thinking. shots? <laughs> That's <a> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys are sent on your way. You know where you're going. There isn't a whole lot of interviewing to do. This is a lock, load, and go. So you guys, how do you want to approach? You know you got in the original way. Ignore the map. That green is not grass. It's nasty-ass water. <laughs> Pretend-wise. So, I know. So you Can I swim through there and climb up the shop? Yes. You guys have seen from that same outcropping of rocks that you hit in before, you see that they have carved in a pathway going up to the cliffs. Otherwise, you can get in through that cove that you entered in through last time. Which would you prefer? I th- my idea is, which is the one that they would be most likely to expect us to come for? If they were expecting company. The one that says, welcome assholes. Well, the last time we came because the... Well, it's a good thing that I have a cloaca. (laughs) (laughs) I quit this game. We win. We win. win. (laughs) It was advanced. It was advanced. (laughs) Chloe. You are not thorough. 
drunks and dragons and and Tom the Dragonborn and the whole debate with his cloak and just all flashed back through my memory when you said that. Oh my god. Okay. Shout out to Drunks and Dragons. Listen to it from the beginning. It's totally worth it. Okay. We shall continue from here. Uh, if we go through the bottom cave, we're <laughs> <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> if we go through the bottom, okay. Penetrate the bottom. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit ninety percent of this out, guys. Oh, uh, okay. Richland, <laughs> if, if you start in the cove, we start at the cave. <laughs> We're more out in the open and easier to spot. But if we go up the side of the cliff then maybe it'd be tighter quarters we could sneak through a little bit more. We go stealthy. Last time we got spotted on the way up. We haven't really improved in stealth since he has an idea that probably would never work and is a horrible play. We as a group, not so much. See, I got a he's an idea that will probably never work and would be a horrible plan. I love it. We send the stealthy people up through the sneaky hole. And then we send the less Sneakily inclined folks toward the king. Would we want to split, yes. up like that? split the party? It's always a good idea. I want to say I read somewhere that that was a bad idea. Metagaming, yes, it's a horrible idea. No, no, in real life. Squad, <laughs> I'll tell you, in, in the Marine Corps squad tactics, you don't split up unless you absolutely know you're going to be able to ambush properly. I get it. I'm, I'm bringing this up for story reasons. <sighs> but, um, however, though. If we can catch them by surprise, that is a thing. Problem is, we don't know that we're going to be able to do that. Would we rather fight tight quarters or fight open area? We fight the open area. I feel like we can utilize our own personal abilities to more advantage. Because if you haven't noticed, we like to try to move around a lot. Good point. Yeah, we're going to go through the boat if everyone's agreed on it. Besides, I think it's a nice good kick in the team. That and I want a boat. <laughs> Not just any boat. He wants to go fast and. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm just thinking. He just said he wants a boat. All we have to do is salvage a boat. Whatever. Pirate ship. There's now. Now you're getting into. You just nail a black phone. <laughs> <laughs> just like a broom handle with a little. It's beautiful. SS dingy. <laughs> Alright. So going in the way we came out last time. Now are we gonna try to not be noticed or are we just gonna go in with these you know newfangled guns ablazing? I say we try sneaky. Cause last time it that was that hurt last time. Try sneaky if they see us. They see us. Okay. Going in through the cove, sneak it, correct? Group subject. And now real quick before we commit to that. You can probably, with your ability to swim, what kind of stealth do you have in the water? Like, how hard would it be to spot? I have no benefits to stealth in the water. I just have a 35 foot swim speed. I mean, theoretically, I could maybe swim deep enough that they can't actually see me. Because, like, in real life, seeing something more than a foot or so beneath the water is very difficult. Yeah. Especially if he's moving fast. I would give you advantage on your stealth check if you were under the water. That being said, once I hit the edge of the water and I start climbing up that cliff, You're right. all bets are off. Yeah. You know, I could have taken the spell invisibility a while ago. 
I'm regretting that I didn't. Okay, let's case the joint once again, see what we can learn. Yeah. Knowledge is power. So you guys are sitting kind of there in the rocks, and you're just kind of watching, waiting. Um, well, you said there's no more illusion. No, yeah, they, they gave up on the illusion. It looks abandoned. They have done nothing on the outside other than what they what finally got them noticed was they built an entrance here where there was naturally kind of caves up in here. Um, they could started seeing people, you know, building this little walkway, and then this front door is the only thing that is man-made on the outside of this cove. But well, you, if that's the front door, it is, it is implied to go in through the back. Sorry, sidebar here. I just want you all to know that Hope is really like in character for her, um, for her gambler. Virgil and her have been doing these like dice roll bets for money on their characters this whole time, and like nothing but gambling and doing this game. It's absolutely hilarious to listen. Oh my to. gosh! Okay, except no, he's talking about like. <laughs> so then I was just talking, being loud, and then that's all you're going to hear is my side of you're not even I wasn't hear recording it. any of it. I just started okay. recording again. I paused in the trains. <laughs> so I just, I just realized. Yes. It's worth the train. It's a rattler. <laughs> okay. Got to pause it. We got a big old rattler coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you kind of do it in that kind of an accent, a rattler means an entirely different thing. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I go on a showdown with the mountain? If I win, does it just crumble? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. See, I don't. this is why I need a pirate ship. We can just blow the side of this mountain apart. I think okay, we can do that with the alchemical. You have to think of size equivalents here. So, if you were to roll three dice against the mountain, the mountain would drop three boulders on your ass. To see who rolled the high. Yeah, hope pick on somebody your own size. Well, I'm still gonna roll higher, so okay. <laughs> she is such a worker. She may have been crushed to death. However, she still won. Yeah. Okay. Rocks falling, everybody died. <laughs> Alright, so water. That's yeah. it. That means I take half damage. Yes. <laughs> I live. So then gonna and try and stand up. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Heal half my health. Do us please. And then suffocate because you're under a whole bunch of boulders. Potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. I can hold my breath for 15 minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm underwater. <laughs> Alright. So, on that lovely note and optimistic attitude, uh, you guys are stealthing in, correct? Yes. Everybody Let's roll me a stealth check. Uh, you would have advantage if you're underwater when you enter. I think we're all going through that main entryway, so. Okay. So I, I wouldn't be going underwater. Actually, I could go underwater for quite a while. Nice. 16, 12, 28, 23. Alright, so you guys are able to sneak in successfully. You start walking up the walkway and you start to hear voices come from one of those holes on the side. You quick push your backs up and you hear above somebody talking and you see just kind of the tip of their nose as you look down and they don't see anything and go back inside. Goodbye! Son of a. I'm not going to do that. I know, I was going to say. <laughs> But he's a worshiper of Cyric, so he's like, there's somebody here, clearly. Who's here? They said hello. (laughs) So he goes back in. You continue. We're all down here. (laughs) Oh, they can't be down there. Where are they? Here at Homebrew Review. (laughs) (laughs) You you guys continue up, and you get up to that front door, and you notice that it is very intricately locked. These tools? These tools. I'm just proficient 
33? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're able to easily pop the door open. No problem at all. You got a regular can opener. Oh, yeah. Mage armor comes up. All right. Mage armor on. Any other preps you guys are going to do before you throw open the doors? Um, um, oh, geez. I got options. Lion death. We don't need you. He got options. Lion death. Yeah. <laughs> Being as the hallway is only 10 feet wide, you can very easily. Wipe oh. the entire hallway. Oh. I think I might pop my umbral assault. Oh. Okay. Shadowed that piglet. <laughs> so yeah, as, as we as the door opens, just umbral assault, my shadow just kind of slinks off. How long does that last for? <laughs> nice. So you throw open the door. But I am now blind. I see through my shadow's eyes. <laughs> Oh, no. I just hold your hand and a great sword in one arm and a flipper in the other. No, I just, I just, all I have to do is you know, have my shadow kind of like. I'm gonna go slow. What? I want to hold hands with the penguin. So <laughs> okay, does swinging him count as an improvised weapon? <laughs> sea World, I think you can go to the penguin habitat. Yeah, and you can walk around with them, and they're super friendly. They'll just like, they'll just like hop up. And, they're very domesticated. We're going to see world. That is what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Scrap <laughs> tonight. This game is over now. We're okay, as soon as we start recording, it, I should probably explain Sorry. in better detail what up the song actually does. Yes, go ahead. Alright, so when I cast this spell, I separate my shadow from form from my body. Until the spell ends, I can control my shadow and cause it to move by expanding my own movement. I can also have it make up to three melee spell attacks, no action required. These attacks target one creature within five feet of the shadow, dealing 3d6 necrotic damage on hit. If I re- if it reduces a creature to zero hit points, their body is hidden in magical darkness until the spell. It does not provoke opportunity attacks and can pass through small holes, narrow openings, and even and even mere cracks, though it must remain within five feet of a solid surface at any time. It is silent and invisible in darkness. The, the spell ends once my shadow makes its three attacks or takes any damage. While I'm concentrating on the spell, I am blinded, but I see through my shadow which has dark vision for 120 feet and can see through magical darkness. Awesome. <clears throat> I see everything. I was like, I am blind, but I see everything. All right. So throw open the door. Yeah. You throw open the door. A long, empty hallway greets you. Oh, this sucks. I'm booking it down the hallway. I'm wasting <laughs> this shadow. <laughs> you book it down the hallway. You make it about, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I thought we went in the other way. Huh? I thought we went in the other way. Through the main door? You guys went up the cove, main door, up the thing into the main door? Yeah, you had to block pick? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You run all the way through until you get about 30 feet in, and then all of a sudden you hit this intersection. A guard, who you saw the nose of over here, is walking right down these stairs over here, because this one is attached to one of them over here, then this one's attached to one of these over here. Anyway, so... Um, he comes walking down these stairs over here, and he's like, Hey, you're not supposed to be here! And attacks. Roll initiative. 20 to 16. <clears throat> 15 uh, to 10. Uh, 15. 11. So I have... Oh, uh, I can give you an 11. Okay. So, so is it higher than yours? Yeah, I had... We got three 11s now, don't we? Yep. And I had a 20. Or a 19. Excuse okay, Virgil had a 19. Okay, um... And then who had the 11s? At plus four. 
Okay. So then... At a minus one. Yeah. I had the 15. Okay. Uh, they roll a 14. By the way, because I had to actually expend my movement to make the shadow move, I'm still, like, back towards the front. Okay, you guys are all he's back here, except for the shadow. Whatever, oh, he's been dragging me. Okay, oh, okay. I'm just yep. So you guys are all kind of strewn in here, um, in this hallway. I'm kind of penguin under one arm, <laughs> dragging my sword behind me. <laughs> I gotta drop you to do something. Which two-handed weapon are you gonna use, the penguin or the sword? <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. I may not actually use my shadow to attack. I will just... I'll just... I'll just take that disadvantage and blind fight for a while and send my shadow out on me. Okay. So the 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 guard that's standing there, um, he's got the stats of city guard, that's why I keep, or city watch, that's why I keep calling that. But um, uh, he goes to attack. Clyde, you are first. Okay, I'm going to run up and I'm going to get right, right, right around behind him. Okay. I'm attack. All right. That's a 17 to hit. Uh, yes, that is exactly what you need. Woo! That is six points of damage. Six? Yep. Alright. Uh, bonus action. Oh, yeah. No, because I don't have a stick attack yet. Uh, and bonus action, that's a 29 to hit. Yes, that will hit. That is one point of damage. <laughs> Woo! He's bloody. No. Heck yeah! <laughs> Take that card. Luminia, whatever. <coughs> Luminera. Luminera. That's what I keep trying to say. Numenera Numen- 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 is what I keep thinking of when I say that. I am not Numenera. Hi! 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 Alright, so. Uh, <laughs> do I have, I have room enough to advance and attack? Yeah, you guys can kind of skirt around each other. This hallway is about 15 by 15. Uh, that little pinch point there was about 10, so you can. Move around, but it is, is, there, is there room enough for me to get in for four advantage? Um, he would be on right the stairs. He, he's right here on the stairs, so you would have been. Yeah, you can get past to get there. Okay. So twenty-two. Yes. To hit. Okay. And is your sword blaze? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um. So all right. So we got. And I can't re-roll the fire damage. Yeah. So that'll be six fire damage. Plus eight for fourteen. Plus nine, twenty-three. Not bad at all. First attack. Second attack. Uh, that'll be 20, 29 to hit. Yes. So weapon damage will be ten plus uh, four fire damage. Fourteen plus nine for twenty-three. I'm consistent. Yes. I was gonna say. Wait, Mike. Don't you roll three d four for your oh, weapon damage? You know, that's yeah, I do. Um, we'll start picking that up next yeah, time. That's there. I'll set these up here so I don't. Oh, well, that'll make it a lot easier. Oh yeah, that way I can I can <clears throat> determine which is which. All right. Uh, we then move on to him. He uses his entire action to pull out a horn, and <laughs> echoes through the entire tunnel system. Ah! <laughs> that was annoying as hell. Again. Arla, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do regular attack. Penguins have sensitive hearing. Especially blind ones. <laughs> Especially they learn to augment their other senses. <laughs> I don't actually know if penguins have sensitive hearing. Yeah, don't stereotype like that. That's a 15? Yeah, uh, no, 15 will not quite hit him. Well, 17. Yes. 
Okay. That's the wrong one. There we go. Sorry. Clarify, you used your ability to tip the scales. The scales tip the scales. Yes, I did. Okay, and that's 12 points of damage. Alright. The way that kind of sounded was, will this hit him? No. Well, how about this? Yes. Yeah, right. that's what you're I right. did. Yeah, that's what I actually did. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was just asking. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, on the off chance that this d- does hit in the future, I need to know does exactly. this number hit? Nope. Well, it's a good thing I rolled this one. Exactly. Okay, and second attack. That is an unnatural 20. Yes. That is 14 points of damage. Alright. And then they gave me a third attack. So I'll get that too. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, and I don't have my card either. Yeah. that one. <laughs> I don't have my favorite. So, okay. Alright, we moved in on to Tracy. Well, I'm gonna have that shadow just carry on down the hallway. Trying, trying to see if I can't. I mean, he's got like, what, 30. I don't know if it doesn't actually say what its movement speed is. I'd probably say the same as you. Alright, so I'm gonna just have it I'm gonna have it make a you know dash down the hall, so fifty feet, keeping an eye out looking for our eventual target, so that I know once this fight ends where we actually need to go. Alright, you continue down fifty feet uh, into a very, very large cavern. Uh, this cavern currently has some sort of magical somebody or other looking well, now back in the hallway, but was studying this strange waterfall that appears to be coming through the mountain and down. Um, You can kind of see down into a lower cavern and then what eventually pours into the cove at the very bottom. And ignore the map up here. Listeners, you won't be able to see it, so you won't know. (laughs) Um, It's a perfectly circular hole going up through the top of this and down into the cavern below perfectly circular. So they've been carving this out with magic, as far as you can tell. So there is a magic user um, studying that. There's also what appears to be some sort of cleric or something um, that is coming up from a side passage. Looks like they're coming towards that hallway that you guys are at. Uh, You don't see anything else. Alright, and uh, since I am blind and I did not move, I doubt I'm anywhere where I could even make an attempt to do anything else. I'd say you had to be deposited, what, 10 Away, probably. I would have dropped him on the way so that I can have my sword on the way into attack. Yeah, yeah so about I 10 15 feet down the hall. I can't move. Um, <clears throat> and I think I'm gonna hold off on. Yep, we're just, we're just gonna call that good for now. Alright. Also, no, guys, prepare for mages later. <clears throat> Clyde, it's your turn. I will attack the guard. Uh, that's a 24 to hit? Yes. That is 8 points of damage. Alright. And then I'm going to break out. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm going to use my given no quarter. Whenever I break out a large or smaller enemy, I will attempt to shove or grapple them as a bonus action. So I'm going to shove them to knock them low. Oh, that's not very nice. I need a athletics or acrobatics contest. I fuck you too. Uh, that is four. That is a oh, twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you knock him down. You don't mess with Clyde. Yeah. Okay, he is blown. All right. Uh, nah, I can't say your name now. Lumina. 
<laughs> That's right. Illuminaeus. Uh, so thank he's you. Still, he's still standing. Uh, yes. Uh, no, he's knocked down. Oh, he's oh, he's knocked down, but he's still alive. Yes. All right. But not. Uh, for and long. you said prepare for mages, but we're not in danger of them right now. No. Okay. Right. There's clerics and wizards up. So, uh, oh, how exactly does it does it work when um, attacking the prone target? Advantage. Advantage. If it's melee, <laughs> which <laughs> you would already have for flanking, but still. That's true. So now but now you get a curb stop on the stairs. I did uh, come across it in the rules. I knew this was the case, but advantage, even when given advantage from multiple sources, you only may have it once. Yes. Um, and when advantage is counteracted by disadvantage, they can't enjoy it. Correct. What if you have two advantages? Actually, I, I think that's the case. Is in yeah. Like, one advantage is canceled by the disadvantage, and then the new advantage is granted. I, I believe so. I, I would say that that... I believe so. I'd have to check total value versus total value and end with the result. Yeah, I'd have to check the sage advice column, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. All right. So, uh, advantage from two sources, only taking it once. Um, getting a twenty to hit. Yeah. All right. So, um, utilizing the weapon training, my two d six damage from the sword becomes three d four. And Virgil is shaking the dice. All right. So I can reroll ones and twos here. So I will have four, six, nine, plus nine, eighteen, plus nine, twenty-seven, and <laughs> twenty-six. So fifty-five total damage. He had fourteen. <laughs> he is now goop. Executed. He, you he incinerated him. Like, he is burning. Can you narrate this one? Yes, just, just literally just hefting the sword with a downward just pile drive slam straight through the back of his neck, spewing yes. forth onto the ground, emptying out. Exactly. W- wounds cauterized after <laughs> and, that. And I would say that that was enough bonus damage that you've already started dismantling the mountain. You know, you're, you're working your way from the top down. We're already killing the people that are going to show up later. Clearly, yeah. Yes, that, that, that damage actually carries over. I'm going to say, yeah, do the enemies have a shared health <laughs> Clearly, they have to now. All right, we uh, then. Which means he's still alive, technically. So, if that happens and they already sounded the horn, I'm going to take my move action to go ahead and move down that that area and get to the intersection. Okay, so, so that I, I can be the first where the shadow went. Uh, I think. Well, I, I wouldn't have known where the shadow went because, I mean, I probably it's difficult to see. It's dark in here. Um, but your sword is. I do yeah, have you've got eighty light. feet of light. That's true. So you would have seen where it went for about 80 feet, and then once it got dark, it would have been visible. Yeah, I'll go ahead and head down as, as far as I can. Okay. Uh, so then 5, 10, 15... Actually, I might stop right there. 15. Okay. Kind of where that breaks into it. Yeah, uh, I for, think For that's... the people at home, I'm standing in between two rock formations. Actually, that's a pit. That's a hole. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can see down into more below. Then I'll stop right in front of that pit. Okay. You can see down into the floor below, and you see somebody coming up. We then move on to right, the enemies. Tactical hand signs. I'll be like, I didn't know you knew thieves can't. <laughs> You're like, dude, that's not right at all. How dare you say that? Yeah. <laughs> we move on. Dorothy Mantooth was a saint. Yes. We move on to the enemies. The mage is going to... Can the enemy see your shadow and attack it and stuff? If it... Technically, yes, but if I'm keeping it in the dark, it's invisible. Okay, yeah, it would still be in the dark. So the main... Now, I, hate to, I hate to discount the team. How much light am I putting off? Oh, yeah. And is there right actually here. dark? 
I'm going to say you can get behind a rock or something to keep your shadow, because your shadow is short. So your shadow can be in the shadow that is being cast by this light. Um, so the mage is going to move up 5, 10, 15, 20, and get direct line of sight down that hallway. Because, uh, oh, I feel like there's a lightning bolt in the future. And Bob smiles. Hey, I'll be smoking one way or another. Just better on my character sheet. Better yet, he's gonna toss a fireball right into the center of that room and catch all four y'all. I need a uh, dex save. Dex save. Yes, he's doing this. I will make an attempt, but I may actually be using that that ring. Mike? Oh, he's a word. Alright. It's a spell attack, right? Yes. So I will have advantage. Uh, that'll be a 19. Okay. Let's see. DC is a 14. I'm going to expend a charge from my ring to automatically save. Okay. Because I got us. Well, hmm? Dex, I got a 25. Uh, and I will use the Rogue's Evasion. Uh, when I have to make a deck save and I succeed, I take no damage. Okay, uh, 33 points of damage on a fail, um, 16 on a save, or whatever your various things do that you do. The cleric is going to run up, let's see how far he gets, and he would just be able to, yeah, that's not a hard edge, so he would be able to see you, and I need a deck save, Mike. Uh, a spell? Yes, it is a spell. So a 15. Yes, you yeah, DC 13, so you're fine. Uh, you light up a little bit, but nothing really happens. You're getting kind of the vibe that that's happened before. I'm going to light all the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. And then another guard is going to run up this way. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Get right to the edge of the hallway there. Um, he wouldn't quite be able to get up to you guys, but he is going to once again sound the horn, and it echoes throughout this entire place. You hear the clank, 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 clank coming from somewhere in one of these tunnels that are mysteriously connected. So clank, 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 a booty feet, but you don't see anybody yet. Arla, it is your turn. So we have two guards and a priest? Yeah, uh, you've got a no, guard right here at the stairs. You've got a mage right by the waterfall and a cleric that you can't quite see um, by the waterfall as well. I can see him! Would you be able to see the cleric? He stepped out so he could see. He stepped out so you guys would be in this little hallway here. Uh, this is all stone okay. here, and he's just kind of right on the corner. So you may be able to see, like, a flutter of a sleeve or something. I'm going to play Bleeding Hands. Uh, it exposes... Yeah, pretty much. It exposes his weakness, and then for one minute, attacks against this creature have advantage. On which one? Alright, uh, what's the range on it? Does it say? It does not. I'll give it to you, that's fine. Yep. How, how much of a distance is it? Uh, say? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30 or 35. That sounds right, because most of my, like, especially like all my, attack, my cards, when just throwing them have a range of that, so I think the range... Yeah, it would be so the same as your card. My card okay. But if yeah. you stepped up five feet, you would... Either way, I can get it. Yep. Either way. So you're good. So that's... 
First action. Second okay. action. I'm gonna go on a showdown with him. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Tie. Fourteen. Eleven. Twenty. <laughs> hey, that number's on the die? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, fine, I cut that out. Can I, use, can I use luck in this? Luck? Your tip scales, you mean? No, like luck as in the feet. If it's the feet, yeah, you can yeah. use luck whenever you, you want. Can you can re-roll any cat one, you get as luck. Oh, it's, it's not. Yeah, oh, luck. that's halfling luck. Yeah, the luck one. feature, yeah, you, you can, can re-roll any dice, but you only get three per long list. What was that last roll? Mine was a 20. That was a 20. You can force him to re-roll as well. I force you to re-roll. Eight. Yay! So we're tied. One tie. I won once. You won once. I would probably say no effect unless it says something specific. Or a tiebreaker. Yeah, we have to have a tiebreaker then. Okay. I think. Best two out of three means that there has to be a winner. There has to be three instances of someone winning. That is true. Best best two out of three. three. So So I would say keep rolling until we have two out of three. It's too many numbers, I'm sorry. Okay, well, since yeah. it has to be yeah, best of two out of three, yeah. we tied once, I won one, you won one, so keep rolling until one of us wins next, yeah. that way it's two. What's it, two of three? You can just say the first person with two victories. Yes, yeah. there we go. Okay. So it's sudden death. Yes, sudden death. That scares me. 18. Can I use, how many times, can you... Can you use all of your luck? You can use all three, but you only get them for long one yeah. uh, for a long rest. Have me do it again, or yeah, you re-roll? Yeah, you re-roll. Five. Okay. All right. You're the latest gentleman, the gambler at <laughs> The gambler who chooses the lucky tree. She, oh, knows, she knows when to hold them. I know, right? She knows when to hold them. That's one of my thingies. That's what they're on. There's one that's called, no, you know, when to hold them <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's actually like you know two the of the things. Yes, I do. All right. But that's actually one of the things. That's so awesome. now I automatically crit on you. So that's 24. Oh, nice. That brings him down to below bloody. Ah. Oh, it's going to be fun. And we have advantage on him. All right. Well, was that my second? I had, no, that was your third. Yeah, because you said I have a third attack now, right before you did Okay, that. yeah, I couldn't remember what I did. I, I think. I think that's right. Tracy! My shadow has advantage. It's gonna move up behind the, this mage and just. <laughs> oh god, man. I wish you guys could have seen that. <laughs> Shadow Penguin Flappers. Umbral Flappers. <laughs> Shadow Flapper. Shadow Shadow Slapper Flapper. Special Slapper. I'll come up with something. Uh, for you? Yes. So, first attack does. 14 necrotic damage. Okay. Second attack does 11 necrotic damage. Boom. Mage goes down. Wow. Alright then. So I don't have to use I, I had a plan. I that. still have one more attack that I can make with my uh, shadow before it goes away, so uh, I'm gonna be 20 feet away from the priest. I'm gonna I'm gonna move him over behind the priest. And actually, just go ahead and make that last attack against the priest, even though it's not an advantage. 
Twenty to hit. Yes. And eight points of necrotic damage to the priest. And then my shadow disappears. And I'm at the end. I'm just like. Ugh. All well, right. That was an experience. Very productive round. On to Clyde. Okay. Um. I won't be able to get to the priest. No, but but there is a guard right in front of you at the stairs. Yeah. So uh, push him down the stairs. Damn it! I gave you ideas. Actually, I had considered that, but I'm not going to at the moment. Um, if I get around him, would he be flanked or not? Um, I don't know where. You would have to shift through. Oh, you're half. He can do that. He's on the stairs. So you would have to shift behind okay, him. Okay, but then you would not would... get flanking. Okay. Unless somebody else moved in front. Okay, that's what I was curious about. So I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go up behind him. Okay. And uh, I'll attack. All right. Uh, Twenty-five to hit. Yes. That is 11 points of slashing. Alright. Uh, bonus attack. Okay. Uh, 17 to hit. Exactly what you need. And that is one point of damage. Alright. He's bloody. <laughs> I think this is the exact same thing we did on the first one card. <laughs> he got like 20 something and then it's 17 and a 1. Anyway, um, uh, Luminea. And he went to the guard. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, what's my option for movement to the priest? I know there's that pit in front of us. Yep. It's a five foot pit. You could jump across it if you wanted to uh, without a check. Uh, otherwise, you could walk around and it'll be basically the same. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty would get you in the square, Jason. So I go ahead and do it. Priests are more zoners. They have terrible footsies, and their anti-air options are very limited. Can I borrow your thesaurus there? No, no that, 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 was, that was fine. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Uh, so I can make 30 feet it's going to take to attack it without uh, me having to use any spell shenanigans to get over there. Yeah. Well, um, now, also, before I head down there, so we knew the guard was coming and we knew about the priest. Did we hear more footsteps? You said there yeah. like a yeah. lot of people were coming. Like three sets of very clanky footsteps. Could we get a bearing on which chamber they might be coming from? All these tunnels are interconnected, but they sounded to be coming from this half of the area. Alright, I'm going to cast Far Step. It is a bonus action spell. Alright. Yes. From Xanathar. So, it is a bonus action. It is a verbal component. Uh, concentration up to a minute. I can teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space I can see. On each of my turns before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to teleport in this way again. Nice. So I will slice that as one of these. I like the idea that I can get to him, and then after he's dispatched, if I need to like clear some more distance, I don't have to use a dash action to get all the way back. Exactly. And especially cool. if we'd have been more than 30 feet, this would have been ideal, especially yeah. going over the pit, which I thought was a little bigger. So um, yeah, it, I hate isometric maps. So that's going to be hard to one tell. of my spell charges. So it's like I said, bonus action. So I will teleport, and I actually want to be behind him. I know that's yeah. not going to affect the attack necessarily, no, but I just not. like the idea of him being like, "Where do you go?" <laughs> Whack! I'm right here. Exactly. So, he like starts to swing, oh, okay. teleport behind him, and he's <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, make the attack. Uh, 17 plus 10, 27. Yes. All right. Damage. Um, re-roll twos. And with the d4s, there's 
as much chance to roll one or two than the three and fours. Sometimes yeah. I think I might just go and only roll ones on this case. And in this case, I'm going to leave it because I have 10 plus 10, 20, 29 damage Dang. on him on the first attack. If only he was a fire cleric, he would not have died. <laughs> he died. He died. You cleave him in twain. All right. That would have killed him with his original health points, too. Plus one for in twain, also. Yes. <laughs> okay. There we go. Well, so that was that. I guess I'm done, then. Well, no, no. I've used my bonus action to teleport, and then I made an attack. That was your attack action. I can make a move now, too. Yes, you can run back um, if you wanted to to get right back to where you were. Otherwise, you can start hooking it across here to where you heard the noise. I actually want to go towards that area and see if, if I can be there as they come out. All right, five, well, if they're there. 15, 20, 25, 30. You can get up to kind of to about here. Let's do that. Uh, this goes through here. Uh, this one goes through here. Okay. So, yeah, you're kind of just right there near those. those this one goes there. I'm going to keep on the track around for yes. this, so... All right. One round of far step out of time. Yes. Now we go on to the enemies. Those knights that you were just waiting to see. One clanks out of this entry tunnel here. One clanks out of this entry tunnel here. And one clanks out of the top entry tunnel there. Hmm. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Can't quite get to you. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 can get to you, I'll say, and he'll make one attack. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, 30 is where he'll, he's going to attack. He can always Five. fall down the stairs, Bob. Yeah, just jump. He'll be fine. <laughs> 5, 10. You're listening at home, and you 20. need extra movement during your turn. If there was a staircase nearby... <laughs> exactly. So, Virgil, they've got you sandwiched there between the stairs. Um, the one guard is going to end his turn there, and the other one is going to make an attack against you, Lumina. Uh, one attack, with a great uh, That's a 17 plus whatever. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but it only does... What if it was a plus minus one? What's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're uh, building a great sword with a strength of an eight... You have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. That's not somewhere. All right. Uh, Actually, that I, is seven points, though. Wait, Wait Tara. Seven this points. Bill was yeah, low strength. Yeah, but you got a 120. Oh, I'll kill you next round, then. Arla, it is your turn. Okay. That's a regular attack. That's a 19. Yes. Huh? She get the ability to, Oh no, that's when you have to that, that card that lets you print off. Yeah. Yeah. That's a seven? Yes. Second attack? Seven points of damage, Oh, seven points of damage. Oh, yeah. I, I knew what you meant, I just yeah, didn't write it. Yeah, that's good. Nope, you're fine. Right. That's an eleven. Uh, no, not quite enough. Okay, third attack. That is a lot of numbers over a twenty. <laughs> Okay. No, I demand to know exactly how many. Uh, that's five points oh, of damage. <laughs> One I can't. You're fine. Alright. But you're a gambler, isn't probability and statistics <laughs> part of your name? It's eight? probably over 20. <laughs> it's probably over 20. <laughs> Go with that. Tracy, your turn. Okay, now that I can see, and I can probably see... That, that knight flanking my compatriot. I don't like this. 
I don't like this one bit. Oh, he's sticking up for me. The gumshoe has a soft side. Oh, you're like way over far away. From oh, me. I thought you were talking about me. You're not playing yet. Nick Stroud, he'll give a crap <laughs> okay. about you, but not yet. Boy, my heart was warm for just a moment. Yeah, I love it. Oh, you care about me. Oh, the other guy. Oh. Um, just like what he was calling uh, Ranger What's-Her-Face. Like, yeah, hey, we got names. We once had a guy. I wasn't part of this campaign, but I've heard the story. Uh, one of the NPCs slash encounters was making their speech, and he just engages and says, I don't talk to my XP. <laughs> so obviously. Oh my god, that's yeah. great. Oh, wow. Are going to flapper flapper them? Yeah, I'm just. Full flap boat engaged. <laughs> Finish you! Okay, so this is gonna be fun. I'm going to cast Dark Pounce as a as a third level spell, which lets me cast it as a bonus action. So I'm gonna make a running jump and jump on the dude. He has to make a strength save. Exactly what I was thinking. Six. So he is knocked prone, and I now have him grappled. For my action, I am going to attack him. <laughs> this penguin is mauling this guard. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. That is a 17 to hit. Exactly what you need to hit. What? Yay! For seven points of damage and my extra attack. Oh, wait, 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 no, I take that back. Uh, not the city watch guard that's down the stairs. You're attacking the one behind Virgil, right? Yeah. Okay, no, that would not hit. I'm sorry, he has an AC of 18, not so. Right, extra attack. Okay. That one will hit. Yes. For minimum damage, okay. it'll take six. All right. But I still have him grappled. <laughs> yes. And mauling him viciously. Uh, All right, you goon, you stay right where you are. All right. Clyde. I'm going to attack the one that is uh, being grappled by our England friend. That is a uh, 24 to hit. Yes. That is eight points of pure slashing damage. All right. Uh, This could be really funny. Uh... I'm going to break out. <laughs> I love hearing that. Uh, I know. Even if it's not me, I just love knowing it's going to happen. Now, here's the thing. Can you double grapple somebody? Like, do people grapple the same I, person? I don't think so, no. A penguin on one side and a halfling on can, the other just slap in the I, <laughs> I think you can as- assist in a grapple, but I don't think you can actually double grapple. Okay. Well, I'll do that break out, and then I'm going to turn to the other guy, and I'll attack him. Okay. I don't have advantage. Okay. And a halfling, I can reroll ones. Better. That's a 19. Yes. And that is one point of damage. All right. Bring him down. One point at a time. Do what you gotta do. Lumine All right, so right now I've got one knight that could not quite get to me and one knight on the other side. Yes, one knight that attacked you and one that's ten feet until he hits you. Okay. Um... I'm going to utilize, since I still have far step going, I have not broke my constant. I will use the bonus action to teleport 
be so if one's here, I'm here, and one's here, I'm gonna mm-hmm. teleport on the opposite side. Okay. That yeah. way I put one of the guards between him and me. Yes. Um and then I will go ahead and make my attack against the said guard. Alright. With whom I'm adjacent. Alright. And looking at 24 to hit, or 25. Yes. So, again, weapon training makes my sword a freak forward. Rerolling ones and twos. So that's how you do it. That, so we, <laughs> I turned a one and some twos into four, four, three. So 11 plus five, 16, uh, plus nine for 25. And I'm going to go ahead while we're at it and expend a fifth level spell slot. Oh, Jesus uh, and, I, and I apologize to whoever created this. I do not have their name listed. I believe that I got it on either Wiki or Andy Beyond. Uh, we could probably research that at some point. But a fifth level spell slot, so I'll get 5d8 plus a d8 for the base use of the spell. So 68. I just borrow six, Micah. One, two, three, four, five, six. So 68. So yeah. who, need, who needs to cast scrying anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. So there we go. Uh, 6, 12, 14, 18, 24, 26. In addition, so 26 plus 11, 37, 42 plus 9, 51. One point remaining. Are, really? I kid you not, they have 52 <laughs> health points. All right, thirsting right. Blade for a second attack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And uh, only 14. No, not quite enough. He survives by one. <laughs> so now he's going to come back and be the one that kills you. No joke, right? Yeah, but I can stand up twice. So. Well, hey, hey. But he'll just know. <laughs> you will know. Alright, on to the enemies. The one that you brought down to a single health point is going to try to avenge his imminent death preemptively. Um, uh, yes, that will hit with a 17. Uh, no, 18. No. Okay, he misses 18. you by one. Uh, just like armor is 13 and patronly protection plus 5 of the 18. There you go. All right. The other one is going to... In his defense. Yeah. <laughs> he tried really hard. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> exactly. That he's actually got like half of his body removed. No joke. He's a trooper. He's the Dark Knight. Uh, or what, Black yeah, Knight. The, yeah, Black Knight. Like, ah! I don't bleed on you. Have you seen it's this? just a flesh wound. Have you seen the stat block for the Black Knight? I have not. I need to look that up. It's kind of I've got to look that up. Alright, the other one moves 5, 10, 15, yeah, there's a holder, 20, yeah, he can get to you. He's going to swing at you. Uh, that will not hit either with a 4, um, mm. because they don't get flanking. Um, let's see, the one knight that is prone is going to try and get out of the grapple and get unprone. That's a 15, uh, plus uh, 3, so 18. He's going to get out. He gets out, stands up, and swings. Nope, uh, getting out of a grapple is an action. Uh, but he does stand up. And then the other guy that you attack, Virgil, is going to attack you, and he does have flanking now that the guy stood up. Uh, that won't hit, though, I don't think. Um, 17. 10 plus... Oh, 10 plus 5. So, no, 15 doesn't hit, but he gets a second attack. That will hit uh, with a 21. All right. All right. Oh, and a dagger attack, so... That will hit as well. 
So you will take... Yeah, Rapier's d6. So you will take five points of damage from the Rapier. Is it? Yeah, d6. Same as a short sword. Um, And then... Five points of damage from the dagger. So, so how much? Ten total, uh, five and five. Okay. I'll second that. Oh, awesome. Thank you, my God. We'll check that out. It's amazing. We then move on to Arla. So, how many do we have in the hallway? Two. 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 Yes. One that one knight that just got knocked prone and then stood up. And then the watchman that is on the other side, these lower stairs, um, over here. That uh, or over here that attacked Virgil, who's in the middle of them. Yes. And then we've got the two knights that are attacking Luminea. Um, Luminea. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it. I will get it. Luminea. How are the ones looking at the hall? They're, uh, the one knight is still doing fine. Uh, he's taking some damage. The other guard is still not bad either. Alright, the one who's only taken some. I want a constitution, constitution saving throw. Alright. Uh, not gonna pass, no matter what. Okay. This card is called the One-Eyed Royal. He is now blinded for one minute. Jesus, okay. He can repeat the saving throw and return to end the effect Alright, nice. Anything, uh, bonus action or anything like that? I still have two more attacks. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Your cards count as attacks. Yeah, they do. Well, that's an 18. Yes, that is exactly what she needed to hit. That's six points of damage. And that's against the big armored knight, is the one that you did the break. The one that rocked the pro. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Thirty-one points of damage. Okay. Thirty-one plus. Uh, that was six. So thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. One health point again. He had thirty-eight. That is an unnatural 20. Yep. Another yeah. one bites the dust. I am going to use the double lift after we guess this is an odd. It's an even. Can I use my tip the scales to mess with that roll? So no, because that is I wasn't roll. sure because it said any roll, but I don't know because this one says predict, so I don't know if I can tip the scales in my favor on prediction or not. Okay. I would say not. I would say if it adds a numerical number to it, you can. If it's just odd or even, it's probably yeah. not. Alright, um, we then move on to Tracy. Because otherwise, if your tip the scales is an odd number, you could always make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. Well, until I ran out of these. <clears throat> Alright, so the guy I was grappling is dead. Yes. So the other one, how far away is he? Uh, just right on the other side of her. So it goes... You, dead guy, Virgil, the other guy. Do I want to use another spell? I feel like let's just let's just uh, let's just lay in on him. So I'll move around to the other side of him. That is a twenty-seven to hit. Yes. Four, five, six, nine points of damage. All right. Next attack. We'll do ten points of damage. All right. Plus three d eight for fourteen twenty more. Holy cow! Um, bonus added, and then uh, I will 
Um, I'll go ahead and just in case this doesn't work, I'm going to give him disadvantage through my uh, exploit. Disadvantage on his next attack against me and use my seize the opportunity to make a bonus attack against him. That will be a 23 to hit. Alright. For 11 more points of damage. That's crazy. He is not holding on by a whole lot. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we then move on to Clyde. Okay, I'm gonna get up to the guy and I will slash him. That is a 22 to hit? Yes. And he's not hanging on by a lot? Not by a ton, no. Uh, that is nine points of slashing damage. Still kicking, but not by much. Okay. And that's a sneak attack. Even with all one, she'd kill him. Okay. He had three left. So, he is dead. Luminea. Uh, and I apologize. Uh, <clears throat> then I'll oh. use my movement to... Start going uh, down the hall? Yeah, head down the hall. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Get 10 feet up. Okay. Uh, I apologize. Last time when I took the damage, mm-hmm. I forgot to make my save, my concentration check. Oh, yes. Because I am trying to maintain far step. So yeah. it's either seven or half the damage, ten or half the damage taken. Yeah, and yeah, it was like six damage. Is all seven I did, damage. Yeah. I'll try for the ten. So I need a seven better. I did not. So I actually lose my far step ability. All right. Uh, Got to stay honest with the DM. That's yes. how you get invited back. Exactly. Um, let's see now. Well. <sighs> You gotta do it with one health. I wish I had just like a burst ability that gives like five damage to everything around me. Yeah. Um, well, technically I do. I could. That would be a pretty big waste of that ability. Uh, so kill if that's what it's up. All right, let's go ahead and make an attack against that fella. Uh, Twenty. Yes. And which you would like me to be? He's dead. Uh, Literally, I feel like as I'm readying the attack against the next guy, I just like and just elbow him in the face. That's exactly. Yeah, I like All right, that. That's so exactly an unarmed attack against him. You I, could, yeah, an unarmed attack. You could have made an unarmed attack and killed him with just that one damage. Yeah, well, it's one plus strength, but still, yeah, right. Conference. All right, so next guy will make the attack against him for twenty to hit. Yes, and I've got two more spell slots remaining. Should I save them? He's at full health. Should I unload up a spell? Let's unload. I'll keep one spell slot, just in case some things need to happen. I also have my Arcanum spells. Um, so we rolled a one and a two. Uh, okay, so this time it did not work out. I got six, ten, eleven, plus nine for twenty. Only twenty. Um, and then, so twenty, and then I'll sack a fifth level spell slot. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Actually, that kind of makes me wonder about it, because it says that you sack a spell. Warlock spell slots are only whatever level it is. It's just, yeah, whatever level it is, right? Yeah. So... It's probably because, depending on what level you take it, it... Right. I think you can take it very early on, so you can just be like, screw casting spells, I'm just going to use it to bolster damage. It kind of reminds me of the Fey Arcane Ranger that we did not get to produce the episode for the arcade thrower where I can sack a spell for bonus d6. Exactly. It's very much like the paladin type builds, you know, spell slots you can smite. Alright, so yeah, we'll sacrifice that. Did you already get the 20 damage? Yes, I did. Alright, so 68. Uh, So that'll be 15, 17, plus 12 for 29 additional damage. Single digits. (laughs) 
three. Oh. On to his. Well, then I'll stay. Okay. I'll continue to stay there. <laughs> Knowing what's gonna come, but he can't help it, he attacks. That one gonna be him. Arla, it is your turn. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm also gonna move out to like the bigger. Yep, you can now. get about 20 feet and you'll be able to see him. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a regular thing. Unnatural 20. That is 14 points of damage. Dead. Okay. And there's one more, right? Nope, that's all. Everybody oh. is dead. This okay. entire place is eerily quiet. Alright, we'll go ahead and uh, kind of pick up where we left off. So, everything now is eerily quiet, other than the waterfall in the background rushing through. There's no other noise in this entire complex. I don't Which like is, it. It's a, lot, it's a little bit odd to you. If they're really building a base uh, hideout in here, you haven't seen anybody that looks like they're in charge. Oh. Well, you also have to keep looking for the gunpowder, so that's going to be the easiest way to blow them out. Where would you guys like to go? Maybe this was an arch. Well, where haven't we been officially? You have been to the entire first level, well, this is technically the top here, and then this section here is all the level that you've explored, basically. Then it goes down one level here, and down another level down here. Did you say that both of those knights came out of uh, hallway? Yes, one came out of the top one here, and two came out of these hallways up here. So they all came out of the top section of these tunnels half to eat something. Let's leave those for last and check out where the remainder of the floor we're on and that one below us. You haven't seen anybody come out of this tunnel entrance behind the waterfall or the tunnel entrance back here, but kind of also behind the waterfall, but off of that. Other than that, you can just jump down through the waterfall. You can slide down the waterfall on your belly. It's only 120 feet about, maybe, because it's 40 foot from that level to that. Oh, so eight. It's only eight foot. Hmm. So, still. <laughs> you know, ten feet is a D6 or so. Actually, it's no bad. Apart from the waterfall, there's nothing else of interest in this. Not that you've seen. Even the, the mage and the priest and whatnot, they weren't super high-ranking. I mean, the mage had a couple of good spells, but nothing uber-powerful. And the knights had very basic, you know, military-issue type armor. Um... The guards with the warhorns had the better stuff, but not by a ton. These are all loot the corpses to watch the rest. Okay. So, Mike, you set yourself on fire and start running around and touching everything flammable. So, from this middle area here, um, uh, Virgil, you would kind of be able to see down that hallway. You can tell that there's something down there, uh, but you're not exactly sure what, because you can see that there's been lots of foot traffic. Uh, Mike, uh, you can, like I said, you see the other two tunnels that you haven't been through. Uh, Micah, you would also have seen uh, those other tunnels. Um, Arla, you can kind of look down the hallway here as well and just notice that there is something down here that you guys have to do. You want to check the bottom one first? So you guys all regroup and check this bottom portion here? You do. Yeah. All right. You walk down that way and you see a wedge. That raises and lowers a bow. Oh, oh, yes. like, yes. I'll have an ale, please. <laughs> exactly. Oh, she brings one over. Um, uh, it's water. Uh, so, make a little bunch. 
Uh, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, um, Addy White. Yeah, oh god, yes. Um, so you uh, see a winch here that raises and lowers a platform to the bottom area. Uh, also, you see kind of where that waterfall probably winds its way through some sort of underground stream. It exits out uh, through the large opening into the cove below that uh, kind of drains out. So this winch, uh, you uh, the platform is currently low. Do you raise it? Is that the only way down? That you've seen, but there's all sorts of tunnels you guys have. I don't want to get lost in all tunnels. Uh, if we get over So you raise it? That being said, um, looking down... Does it look like there's any movement on Not that you see, but you do notice that the winch, the platform, it's clearly a wooden platform, but it's got black streaks and stuff on it. Black uh, black stains. They've been alone down here. Ah. It's a long drop for a bit of a, for a, bit of a potential surprise. That's very true. Say so we can leave it and come back. Yeah, that's fine. Or you go out down and swim up the river. That too. Is there a, a cave entrance in the floor that we're on right now? There's not. No. You would have to come. Should up. we save the bottom for last one? Go back up top and start exploring? Yeah, do the kill with the gold for the final. Alright, you guys come back up. The only thing I'm concerned about is if they have a, you know, if they're loading up and they get a full load and get gone before we get back. We didn't see or hear anything down there, did we? No. We didn't see or hear anything. We'll take our chances. So we'll go... I'm more interested in the tunnel directly behind the waterfall. Alright, you go through the tunnel directly behind the waterfall, and it's a very long tunnel going down. Um, it is lit, though, um, but not with, not with like, torch sconces. It would be lit with, like, ever-burning torches, something that's Produces light but not flame, uh, and you keep going down. And you notice that as the further down you go, the more of this black powdery substance you find in little clumps. Um, we going down one of these clumps of black powdery substance. It is black powder. Don't set yourself off, otherwise you set us all off. Actually, that's a good point. How do I need to just keep a good distance with my sword? Uh, Oh, yeah. Um, I would say... You engage the fire. No, yeah, you can use the command word to shut it off, or you can sheath it and I'll shut it off, too. I'll even let you meta a little bit and have it, like, partially sheathed, so you got, like, a little bit of light there. Actually, that would make sense, because she would carry that pack weapon with her as often as possible. Um, so having a sheath would be convenient. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of... Sheathing a great sword. Hey! It happens. You know. Yeah, exactly. So you've got the sheet just cracked enough to get a little bit of light there, and you're walking further down, and you eventually wind your way after lots of other branching tunnels that don't seem to lead anywhere important. You hear that waterfall noise getting louder and louder, and you make your way out and down into this lower cove portion. Woo! Anything happening down here? Water running, the platform's still down. You see other branching off little storage-type rooms that eventually open up into the cove that you guys swam up. Is there a ship in here? There is. So we head back up and check out the other ones? What else we can do? We can touch off this powder down here and see if it doesn't uh, give us the effect we desire. 
Yeah, you see a lot, a lot more of that black gunpowdery look um, going into those little side rooms at the very bottom floor. There's plenty. You don't have to get me. I can make it. And again, I think it'd be fun to have those pistols or something. Torch. So you guys are clear back behind the waterfall. To get to where the gunpowder is, you would need to come across and cross that that stream there that they kind of managed to partially dam up, um, and then go into one of these side rooms to ignite the powder. There isn't enough, you know. There isn't like that solid line in Looney Tunes that you can light and trace all the way. We go. also need to look for a quick way out. There's a river. Yeah, but I don't want to get wet. <laughs> Cards aren't waterproof. Actually, they are. I've been doing What do you want to do? I want to go investigate these storage rooms. All right. Uh, you can kind of get across the waterfall this way, so you don't have to, you know, jump the river. But I'm you're not right? afraid of the river. You got a torch? No. Oh, okay. I haven't lit it. I, I pulled up, but it's a lighting. Well, then everybody else goes the dry way around the waterfall. Well, you go the other way and hop in and then hop back out. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you guys get right by this platform, roll initiative. Yay! Oh, yay! Uh, anybody twenty or higher? Uh, oh, so no. close. Okay. Uh, I can give you uh, a ten. Twenty to sixteen. It's better than a three. Uh, twenty to sixteen. Anybody? Uh, 15. 19 for me. Okay. 15 to 10? 14. Uh, 10? 11. Alright. 13. Alright. Alright. I'm assuming, um, Tracy, you would have been leading the charge, correct? I probably would have got there first, because I. I don't know. Uh, you went around the river kind of this way and crossed there. They went kind of around that way and crossed there. So I'm going to say you get attacked once. Uh, where's my book? Ah, there you go. So that means Alright, since you are surprised, it automatically counts as a critical hit. So this Was I surprised? I have a passive perception of 20, Bob. As the dagger sinks into your back, the invisibility dispels. You are not within ten feet. Uh, because he went the other way around. Good question with my sentinel ability. Yes. You, he went the other way around. You guys oh, walked behind the right, waterfall right. and he crossed the river in front. So, uh, automatically counts as a crit hit on the first one. So, it deals... Oh, two to six there. So that is uh, 10 points of normal damage plus um, the sneak attack. 40, 40 points total there, and I need a DC 15 constitution save. Nope. Uh, 24 points of poison damage. Alright, and then his other two attack, or his other attack. That does not hit. So he hits you with one. Uh, okay, his invisibility broke with that one. Virgil, it is now uh, uh, Luminea. It is now your turn. Right. Can you show me again on the map there where? Yes. Versus. 
Uh, Michael would have crossed somewhere right on this platform here because he wanted to cross the river. And then you guys... I wasn't afraid of getting wet. Yes. And you guys walked behind the waterfall over across this way. By the way... Oh. Alright then. Um... But I have vision on my head with a 30 feet. Yes. Okay. So my bonus action will be to... I'm going to start off with a bonus action to use 5 of my 16 feet my dice. Okay. Heal him for uh, what, 10, 15, 23. And then for my actual action, because we haven't done any, we haven't used this one yet, I'm going to use Crown of Stars, featuring the Xanathar's Guide. And I was just reading it and showing it to, to Virgil. Uh, <clears throat> casting time is one action, range itself, opponent's verbal somatic, duration one hour. It does not list a concentration. So, no need to worry about losing it out for concentration, or even yeah. you maintain this and a concentration spell. I if, think so. It, yeah, it would yeah. be like... Um, it's like Mage Armor. You yeah. don't have to concentrate on Mage exactly. Armor. Exactly. That would so, be my guess. Uh, seven Starlight Motes appear and orbit your head until the spell ends. You can use a bonus action to send one of the motes streaking towards one creature or object within 20 feet of you. When you do so, make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Target takes 40 12. Uh, spell Radiant Damage, which I can add my modifier to. When you, when you hit or miss the model, is, the moat is expended. The spell ends early if you expend the last moat. Uh, if you have four or more, they shed bright light. So there's light coming off me like crazy. Okay. Uh, so, now because I did use my bonus action to give him a heal, I can't do it, but I will go ahead and use my movement to close the distance between me and the road. Okay, as you close the distance between you and the road, you are attacked from behind. It's an attack of opportunity. Oh! Okay. The invisibility breaks as a great sword, or as a glaive, slams into your back. Uh, that will hit with a 16 plus 7. Yep, that'll do it. Yep. And you take max 14 points of damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, we then move on to. Um, so there's now uh, a black guard standing right kind of in the center of that platform. We then move on to Clyde. Uh, I run up, and I have blind sense within 10 feet of me, so... You sense a mage standing right behind that black guard. Is he within 5 feet of an, uh, an enemy? Uh, he is right or behind uh, the... Is okay, like, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna run around to get behind uh, the assassin. No, I can run through... No, that's true. Yeah, and you can run on the platform. It's on the ground. Yeah, so I get behind the assassin. Okay. And then I'm going to attack. Alright. That's a 24 to hit. (laughs) You would notice that it spells cat. Yes, that does hit. That is 11 points. Okay. Um, I'm going to break out. Break out! As a bonus action, I'm going to shove to knock the assassin prone. Okay. Oh, that was great. Um, that's a 12. That is a 24. Yep. He's gone. We then move on to the enemies. Ask Askin stands up and goes stabby McStab Stab. On. Yeah, he's just going to keep doing it. Um, so, uh, on you, Mr. Uh, Tracy, where is my. Oh, the assassin is the ready one. That is true. So, two attacks. 
That is a uh, 16 plus 7 on one and that one on the other. So you take one and a con save. Uh, you took 7 points of damage from that stab. I failed. Okay. You are then going to take uh, 28 points of poison damage. I'm almost down. All right. By uh, reaction for Sentinel. Yes. So, and now, technically, my attack happens as he's making his attack, right? I interrupt his action. Because it is a reaction when he attacks someone. Okay, does it stop him from attacking somebody else? Or it what doesn't does it stop do? him. Uh, okay. It doesn't say that it stops him. It just simply says that uh, when an enemy that is within five feet of me attacks a target other than myself, mm-hmm. I may use my reaction. Yes, so, so it would happen exactly at the same time. Exactly at the same time? Yep, that's fine. I wasn't for sure if there was any way that I... Should I kill him? Would I somehow oh. prevent the damage on Micah? But that makes no. sense that it would still get through. So I'll take all the damage. But you but have advantage. But I have advantage. Yes, you do. There you go. So, oh right, that's so advantage. Uh, Twenty nine. Yes. So three, four, plus six. And you know, this assassin seems like he's going to be causing a problem. So I'll go ahead and. Use that last spell slot, and you're doing your thing. Yeah, because this guy hasn't taken any damage yet, has he? Once, once. That's how we're done. The little bit of damage I did. I'm gonna borrow six of your DAs, my bad. I'm gonna attempt to avenge you. I hope this is a thirty-six. <laughs> I just rolled 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I just rolled 11 dice. You're going to want to reroll so, a couple. Let's see here. Reroll my three ones from my weapon attack. Um, so, so, five. <laughs> right. I know how much he has. I've already done the math for your portion. I'm doing the math in my head right now. Oh, my God. So, eight and two is ten. Let's see here. Six, three, one is ten. That's ten. That's nine. So, thirty-nine points of damage from me plus thirty-six. Seventy-five. That one strike somehow managed to split him into three or four pieces, and he is now chum in the water as it washes out of this comb. It's okay. Okay. That, That was my reaction. Yeah. Thanks, Virgil. High five. <laughs> Blackguard is then going to attack your ass. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I literally hoisted the weapon onto my shoulder and just give him the mode of Morpheus. Yes, exactly. Come at me. Come at me. All right. Uh... Uh, just so the folks know at home, I am using Blackguard stats for this enemy, but I took off the Dreadful Aspect because otherwise this encounter would have been deadly, I feel, because I added a third enemy in there. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, like I said, uh, using it without that aspect, otherwise everybody within 30 feet would have to give a Wisdom save. So we're ignoring that one, but he is going to go ahead and add a Smite onto his strike that he's going to make here. So let me see if it hits you first. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Yeah. Okay. So I'll get damage you're going to take. Um, eight points of damage plus I'm going to need 
Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. It yes. is not a spell attack yet. Mm, yes, it is. It is it a is. spell. It All is a right. slight. This mantle with spell resistance is just awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, however, my roll was not. That's going to be an eight. An eight. Okay, you are blinded. You also take an additional um, seven points of radiant damage. Um, let's see here. Radiant Soul says I gain resistance to, ra- resistance to Radiant damage. There you go, so you only take four. The mage. Uh, he is going to go ahead and cast on you Lightning Bolto. So, Mike, I need. Actually, yeah, he would have seen Mike completely. Disavow uh, his ally. He can't have come. Yeah, just a bit. I mean, not like we're trespassing. Just a bit. It's not illegal then under the authority of City Watch. I need a dexterity save, Mike. Oh God! And it's spell. Uh, dexterity. So that's twelve. Probably not gonna make it. No. Thirty-two points of lightning damage. And. I have resistance. Oh, that's right. It's just reading. So 32, you say? 32. So 71. Alright, we then move half. We then move on to uh Arla. Okay. So how is the mage Mage is total health. Just nobody else has nobody else has been hit down. That's how he's living, but he's hopefully not living much longer. I need a wisdom saving throw. So if he fails, he'll be blinded. He fails. Awesome, he's blinded for one minute. Okay. Everyone's blind. And you can uh, repeat the saving throw every time. Yep. Alright. Uh, so anything? Right? Oh yeah, you yeah, got two so more. Yeah. Which one's blinded? The mage. That's over 20. I'll catch you over 20. Yes. Uh, six points of damage. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That is a 17? Yes. <clears throat> 12 points of damage. Alright. Not looking great. Tracy! Alright. Well, that was unpleasant, to say the least. I really want... So the assassin is next. He's chump. Good. We're just going to cast spell, sword, spell swords incantation at fourth level. <laughs> right. And so it doesn't doesn't really. And I am going to uh, move up onto the mage. Okay. Like around past. So it'll, it'll actually go down and around to clear the blackguard. Yeah, go out there. And just day is not a good day for you, Sean. <laughs> and then wait. Okay, you're just sitting there then? Because that's a full action, so okay. I don't really have another bonus action I can take. But he is not gonna be enjoying life if he lives through this. Alright. Limit it. Okay. <clears throat> so Mike is at what? Six? Oh. I was six. Said Now, my question about it is being blinded, I fail sight checks. 
in order to use healing sight, it has to be a creature within 30 feet that I can see. So I'm not able to actually see him, right? Yep, you would have so to pass the as same. much as I wanted to, so I will instead use the bonus action to fire off a crown of star shot at the mage. Okay. Uh, and so, let me read that one up again. Boy, there's a lot of reference. Well, let's see here. It is a ranged spell attack, so... So you'll have disadvantage, right? Uh, yep. I have disadvantage on the attack, but, but attacks against him are made at disadvantage also. What's that? Because he's blinded also. Yes. So it wouldn't. Your attack wouldn't unless it was a saving throw. He wouldn't uh, have disadvantage. Right? Okay. So you'd still make it at disadvantage, just like he would make a lightning bolt at disadvantage against you. Right. Disadvantage on everything. Yeah. Um. Oh uh, well. Exclude the sixteen. Nine plus uh, five for fourteen. <laughs> Not quite enough. He's got mage uh, armor up. Uh, all right. Did you think who uses mage armor? I know, right? <laughs> really? Who throws his shoe? Honestly. <laughs> All right, so that was... Uh, uh, I will move five foot in towards the black guard. Okay. Just stumbling. Uh, don't hit me. Don't hit me. And how long is this blindness going to last on me? You can repeat your saving throw at the end of your turn. It'll last for turn. one minute. All right. Oh, repeat your saving oh, throw. Please. Please don't. Um, and I'll make a swing against them again. It's at disadvantage, but yep. now we're flanking, so those will cancel each other out. Against the black guard? No. Uh, no, no the mage. Oh, so move one more. He doesn't have oh, to move okay, no, yes, you're fine. I'm sorry. Yep. My squares are off on their portion. So I yeah. have disadvantage, but I gain advantage, so. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> Seven plus the 17. Yes, that will hit the mage. Because oh, oh. mage armor is not that good. So. <laughs> Watch out, flaming sword! I have no more spells to just dump damage in, and that's why it's not a good <laughs> So, um, I'll reroll the one. So, seven, nine plus. I can't count all of a sudden. Uh, nine plus eight. Seventeen. Seventeen plus nine, twenty-six. All right. Oof. To the ground in a crispy pile of rooms. And he's I will gone. make now. Uh, I still have to make that check, even though he's down. Uh, no concentration with greater. Oh, is it the right. age? Wait, or was it the no? Because it's the black guard that did it. It's the black guard that did it. So oh, yes, okay. you do have to All right. So and you did say it was a spell, right? Yes. It is. So will my mantle uh, apply to the follow-up checks? Yep. All saving throws that have to be spells. Uh, seventeen plus three for twenty. Yep. Break free. I can see. <laughs> I can see clearly can. now. And so now that I can see, I'm just going to turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clyde, it is your turn. I'm going to hustle my little halfling self around to the other side of the blackguard. Waddle, waddle, waddle. I'm not even going to rewrite it. And then I'm just going to swing with my, my sword. And that's 29 to hit. Yes. That's 10 points of slashing damage. Alright. I'm gonna break out. Break out! <laughs> I'm gonna do that every day. Because I think it's really funny, I'm gonna attempt to grab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you might have actually accomplished it. 14. 27. <laughs> yeah, you grab him. I got him. I'm taking a play out of your book there, Tracy. <laughs> Oh, don't you worry. Full Nelson. He's <laughs> probably just about to get up. Tracy's just... Yeah. 
glad I could teach them a little weapon shot about a thing or two. Oh, crap. I have been making near enough attacks with this guy. He gets three of them with his blade. Oh, well. Yeah, I can always forget to read that fine print on multi-attack. So, he swings his glaive... Not even going to try to break free. He's going to swing his glaive out at you guys. Um, so, I'm going to say he's got ten foot reach. I'm going to give one to each of you. And bonus action, uh, blinding smite again. So, who's going to get the first attack? Uh, um, so... Clarify who he's attacking. Uh, he's got a ten foot reach, so he's gonna go. I rolled a two, so he's gonna attack you first, Luminea, and then we're gonna go with uh, Virgil next, like a third. All right. So uh, first one is the one with lightning smite. So that's a crit. So that is score that's 19 regular damage. I need a con save. Let me clarify earlier, this is a spell. Yes. 11, 14. 14 plus, uh, uh, 14 was not enough to pass you a blind. Oh, no, 14 is. Excuse me. Yes. So you're fine. Um, yes. And then you take an additional 16 points of radiant damage. Oh, and radiant, I have resistance to. Resistance yes. to it, so eight. Or was that eight? Yes. So, okay, 16 to 8. Virgil, the 19 hits you. Yep. Okay. You take <clears throat> 7 points of slashing damage. Okay. And Tracy. Actually, this, after he attacks him, I will utilize my yes. signal ability. I would like to be able to interrupt and stop him from making this attack. I don't. Or do they all three happen simultaneously? No, it, it's basically he swings at you, circles around, swings at Virgil, circles around, okay. swings at Tracy. So, and since we've we've got him, since that's right, because uh, you are I'm behind, right behind. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and I'm not blinded, so I get the full advantage. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen does hit. That's four for thirteen plus nine for twenty-two. That was okay. twenty-six. So forty-eight. Hold on. Alright, he's still standing. Uh, not quite blood yet. Uh, we then move on to Arla. That's a 14? Yes. Uh, no, excuse me, 14 will not hit. Wrong stat. Uh, Ross, you walk your head. attack. 21. Yes. That's 12 points of damage. Oh, okay. And then I'm gonna spend my last action to shuffle my deck to regain a point. Alright. And bonus action to spend that point to draw. And then I'm done. Tracy, your turn. <sighs> Cracking his flipper? Cracking my flippers. <laughs> and I'm not moving. Because I get that 10 foot reach with melee attacks from spell for a new I like this anime where there's that blur in the middle, the glaive and the right. flippers. <laughs> First attack. Okay. That is a. 22 to hit? Yes, that is. That will deal... 25 points of damage. Okay. Second attack. That is another 20 to hit. Yes. 38 points of damage. Okay. And then I will give him... I will give the next attack against him advantage, even though it's kind of relevant. And then bonus action to seize the advantage. Will hit for another 6, 10, 26 points of damage. Oof. Into the dust. I told you today wasn't a good day for you, son. Roll out 100. 
Alright. He crashes to the ground. All goes silent. You see the tunnels off to the side, barrel upon barrel upon barrel of black powder. No! Everybody run! <laughs> now! I can make money! I'm not waiting on this! I can make money! <laughs> Damn it, Tracy! <laughs> <laughs> and as we're running, he swims past us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And gets out before we do. Dive in the right. water. The, the stream is flowing fast enough. You just kind of drop in and whoosh are rushed out. <laughs> as you see it fall close to the powder room. It sparks out and explodes, and it's that movie scene from every action movie ever where you shoot out of the river, or shoot out of the waterway, out of the cove as this explosion goes behind you. Everything goes slow motion really quick, and you guys aren't exactly sure why. And you splash. We did the Lando Calrissian exiting the Death Star. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But the dumb effect kicks in, and some dubs in slow motion. As we just kind of settle up, guys, I'd have to say that there was duck soup. Christ. For those of you who don't know, which is everybody, <laughs> by the way. I like private eye some, movies. Something that is duck soup was a piece of cake. Yes. Thank you for that. And on that wonderful, odd, confusing note, we will go ahead and end for this week. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Duck soup. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. So thank you all very much and we hope to see you next week.